Hey friends, guess what? I've got a new book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide on March 8th called Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. This book is based on something I call genealogical regressions because sometimes when I'm working with clients, I go into their past lives and I realize this is not the source event of the challenge. We need to send light and love to ancestors in order to make our lives the wonderful places that we want to be. So I hope you'll check out my new book and stay tuned for class announcements, book signings, and more as March gets closer. Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life coming March 8th from Llewellyn Worldwide. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Valentine's Day. I hope you're doing well. So it is super cold in the Dallas, Texas area right now. Like we're actually having um, temperatures down in the teens and real snow on the ground, which is unbelievable for us. We are not used to this. And supposedly we're going to have a blizzard and it's going to get down below zero. So and this is just going to be in the next 48 hours. So it's kind of exciting And I'm sure where you are, I'm guessing that it's even colder there. But here in Texas, we really don't know how to drive and stuff. So our governor has declared a national disaster (laughs) in advance so that we're not out messing everything up. Um, So it's interesting times. So unfortunately, though, I guess it's another example of we have to sit still and hunker down and hang in here for a while. So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Hey, I heard from a listener, and I want to thank all of you for listening to this show. Um, A listener just sent me an email and said that even though I talk about my online school, apparently I'm never actually giving out the website. (laughs) Um, I thought that was kind of cool, really, because I don't want you guys to think that I'm over-promoting myself, because I'm really actually... I. I sincerely want to give you something of value here, and I don't want to just sit around trying to sell things to you all the time. So I thought the the email was very refreshing, but she sincerely wanted to know the web address for my online school. So I would like to share that with you now. Um, There's a couple ways you can reach it. You could go over to my main website, which is pastlifelady.com. 
and I've got my tabs that tab you over to the different sections of my website. There's one that says healing arts. So if you just go to the healing arts tab and click on it, it's going to shoot you right over to the online school. Likewise, there's another tab that says books. And if you click on the books link, it's going to take, it's going to take you, um, right over to amazon.com where you can buy all of my books and you'll see all of them there. So the actual web address though for the online school is healingarts.thinkific, which is T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C.com. So it's healingarts.thinkific.com. There's different very, I guess they are pretty subtle places in other parts of my website where I sometimes put the link in. Um, I'm working on a new book right now. So once I'm done with that, I will, I promise I'll go through my website better and make it a little bit more apparent. <laughs> but just know that I sincerely appreciate you and I don't ever want you to think that I'm just trying to, you know, sell stuff to you all the time. Because my purpose for doing the podcast is to truly try to help people. And I, I don't necessarily, you know, need to be paid for that. It's my joy to reach out for you to you and, and you know, our friendship means a lot to me. And again, thank you for listening to this program. So I've met so many wonderful people since I started interviewing special guests and Natalie Fowler is, I, I feel like her and I are like sisters. She's a really good friend. So I wanted to have her back on the show and we're going to talk about past lives and a lot of other cool things. So let's settle in and check out my new interview with Natalie Fowler. And remember, if you have any special guests that you would like me to reach out to for interviews, definitely send me an email. My email address is Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, at ShellyCare.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-K-A-E-H-R.com. All right. One of my favorites, Natalie Fowler. Amazing. So let's check it out. Hey, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Healing Arts Podcast. So I have decided that we need to get together with super fun people and have amazing conversations. And my next guest has been with us before, not too long ago, but when we were not on air anymore, my friends, Natalie Fowler and I were having an amazing conversation about some of the past lives and stories that she has encountered as a very well-known medium. And she is the author of this amazing book, The Spirit's Way Home. I highly recommend this. If you want to go on the ride with Natalie into paranormal experiences, it's a wonderful book. Natalie, you are awesome. Thanks for coming back on the show. So how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me back. Um, yes. I love the chance to talk to you more about any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, you know, you were talking about, you know, you're, you're out doing your mediumship work and you go into haunted places and do all kinds of paranormal investigations, but sometimes past lives and other weird things kind of happen. So share some of that with us. Yes. Well, you just never know. I always tell people that all of my readings are as unique as the person I'm sitting with. And the way that I work is to allow um, messages from your guides and angels to come through and whatever so basically whatever that person needs to hear or have happen in that session, it's, it can be, it's fair game. So um, one of the things that we talked about after we signed off the last time was how uh, sometimes 
past life things show up in my readings. And a lot of times for me, that looks like a past life version of someone self um, that hasn't fully crossed over just like any ghost would be. So here you are as a person walking around in your life and um, there's a past life version of yourself that maybe hasn't crossed over and is kind of operating like a ghost. Oh my God. Yeah. That so, is so interesting. So <laughs> what, first, what do people do when that happens? Well, you know, it took me a while to figure out that's actually what was happening. Um, and it's, it's almost like two independent personalities. Uh, and it doesn't, it, it's, it, it's not something that's sitting there haunting you every single day. It's just, I believe truly that everything comes forward when it's time to heal or when there's an opportunity for healing. So it's almost like maybe that part waited until there was a chance to heal before it came forward. But I think um, like, it, like you talk about in some of your books, it can show up as um, fears <laughs> a lot um, on irrational fears of water or heights or things like that. It's almost like that past life version of yourself is holding on to your ankle saying, no, don't go near the water. <laughs> um, so when that stuff comes forward in readings, I found that my, and we, and we help that personality crossover. Um, I found that uh, the person can then go forward and not have those irrational fears anymore. So it's been, it's been fascinating. Uh, the very first time this ever happened to me was actually with my middle son. Um, as if you've read the book, a lot of the stories in there are about my own kids and my own learning. And my kids are, <laughs> Um, my own very psychic children have been a huge catalyst in me trying to learn as much as I can so that I can have some explanations and ways to explain things to them. And so a few years ago, I was still working on this book when this happened, but um, my middle son was in fourth grade at the time, Luke, and he came home from the library with a, with a book called, uh, I think it was from the Horrible Histories series and it was supposed to be a caricature a funny thing that that um would get kids to be interested in in reading and it was the story the title of the book was everything you never wanted to know about being a pirate and there were these really awful caricature drawings of how pirates would torture each other and all kinds of stuff and he was terrified of this book and the first thing I did was scold him for checking out a book from the library with a title that said that, that it included things that you don't wanna know because of all of my kids, he's my super sensitive empath. And he said, if there's yeah. ever a book that says things you don't wanna know, you of all people do not wanna know them. <laughs> <laughs> so after we got that out of the way, cause he, he just gets images in his head and he, he has a hard time shaking them. And right. as we, uh, you know, as we, kind of unpacked this and tried to figure out what was bothering him so much. Um, it, it, the way my gift works is I often get a download of information and it's just, I know because I know it's that clear cognizance piece and yes. what dropped in and downloaded in that moment was that he had a past life of having been a ship's captain back in the days of pirates and he'd had to watch his crew get brutally murdered by pirates. And so all of the images that he was looking at in this book brought back those past life memories front and center for him to have to deal with. And um, so we talked through and it was 
months of work and we would talk through and we would talk through uh, things and I would make him repeat to himself. I'm in this life now, I'm in this life now, I'm in this life now, three times. I would have him look at me and say those words because I think, you know, we were trying, I was trying to get him to understand that he's not in the, the day and age of pirates anymore. He's not in a time where that that's something we all need to worry about. We don't need to worry about getting on a ship and, and or most of us don't. I'm sure right. there's some corners of the world where that's an issue, but um, <laughs> Yes, uh, most of us don't have to worry about pirates on a regular basis anymore. And so as we were working through this, a lot of times it would come forward at night and we would talk through and I would, you know, rationally try to explain to him, there are no pirates in this life anymore. You don't have to worry about that. And I, but I still wasn't fully helping him. And, you know, fast forward a few months of dealing with this, you know, night in and night off, you know, throughout that whole time. And <laughs> um, he had been reading a series of books by um, the Percy Jackson series oh, and yes. Rick Gordon. Yes. And there's just so much imagery and mythology and, yeah. and different things in there. And it didn't relate at all to pirates, but one night he called me upstairs, he was in bed reading and he called me upstairs and he asked me to explain to him the fields of the damned because there was this mythological um uh the the author had painted this whole picture of one of the characters was struggling with the fields of the damned and in my catholic brain and my catholic background you know that that was the equivalent of hell or maybe even purgatory yeah. and so i was trying to put into words and explain to him that that's not something that we need to worry about everyone gets to go to heaven and and there's different things that you might have to do there based on the choices you made in your life. But, right. but we don't have to worry about the fields of the damned in our frame of reference right now. And he, as I was explaining all of this to him, that ship's captain stepped forward almost as if it were, he were a, a, a completely different personality and just a ghost, um, any ghost that I've had to help he just, all of a sudden he was there in front of me. And I, so then we were still sitting there and I don't even remember if I stopped talking to explain that to my son. I'm pretty sure I probably kept it under wraps because I didn't want to freak him out any more than he already was. And so I just sat quietly for a minute and I worked on crossing over this ship's captain. He needed to really hear that everyone deserved to go to heaven and that it wasn't, he didn't have to be trapped in what he was considering the fields of the damned um, because he had felt so guilty about leading his crew to their demise by these pirates that he right. had chosen not to cross over and go where he was supposed to go all along. So I was um, able to help him cross over. And the best part of the whole story is that after that happened, my, my son never once mentioned pirates again. <laughs> And um, all of his issues with the pirates at night bothering him had cleared and gone away. And it was really about just helping this past life version of himself go back to source or cr cross over to where he was supposed to be all along and, and do that healing work um, in that moment in, in the tools and the ways that I knew how to do. <laughs> right. 
you know, this is amazing. We're having this conversation right now because um, I put a book series out in 2016 about something I call supretrovy, these spontaneous past yeah. life memories. And I've got a new book coming out in the future um, from Llewellyn about that same topic. And that's, I found, you know, that every single person alive is in my opinion, you know, you're going about your business, but usually maybe it's going to happen because of travel. But in the case of your son, maybe a book or, you know, yep. different shows, they cause these past life memories to emerge. And I think a lot of people have, they have a weird thought come in their mind and they dismiss it. They forget about it. But sometimes, like you said, it's there because it's coming up for some kind of a healing. And so, yeah. you know, people, whether they're around a gemstone, they went traveling, they met someone, they read a book, they watched a Discovery Channel thing, or they touched an artifact or something that I think these are bringing up these kinds of memories for people all over the world. And just from some surveys I've done, it seems that this is actually quite common, Natalie. What do you think about that? I just got chills when you were talking and that's usually a good sign. <laughs> um, <laughs> or a very no, bad it's sign. Like, uh, it's like no. a trigger object. It's almost like a trigger flips a switch and then you're there and ready to deal with it. And, but I, and I think though that there, it's like, a lot of things come together in that particular moment yes. um, for that to unlock. But then also you've got, I, I don't think our higher self or our guides and angels would allow that to happen if we weren't at a time and place ready to deal with it. For example, exactly. with my son, I don't think that would have unlocked for him if there was no way or capability. It, it lined up very much with something I needed to learn at the time. And and unlock for myself. And then we were both in the right time and space to, to help each other with this. And plus he's got and, you as a mother. Hello. <laughs> we don't all have a mother like you, you know, who's helping us along the path. So that's amazing. I mean, because that, that is, you were being there for him and you enabled him to be able to resolve this because we're carrying this stuff around and, you know, hopefully we get a chance to resolve yeah. it. But at the same time, I don't think that would have, I, I don't think, you know, I think, I think our guides, his guides would have maybe not let him check that book out or something like right. that if he wasn't in a time and space where that issue could get resolved. It's like, right. it's like a lot of things have to line up in order for that to happen. So, so, but I, it really got me thinking and I started thinking, well, gosh, was this ship's captain version of himself haunting some, you know, pub in England? <laughs> the whole time you know because that's really where the the time frame was and like and it just started to blow my mind to think about it and all the different levels that you can uh, and all the rabbit holes you can fall down into um kind yeah. of following the, th the thread of this so yeah in uh neurolinguistic programming which i had studied you know sometimes we're helping a client go through parts therapy where it's usually simple things like i'm let's say that person's having a hard time you know, making a decision. So in one hand, we're going to talk to, the, you know, this is the part of you that wants to make this decision and this part wants to make that decision. So let's talk to them and then kind of integrate them back into the whole, um, which kind of reminds me of what you're talking about here as well. Yeah. I think that sometimes there's, there are little fragments that have to be somehow healed when a person is ready. Yep. And I, I just think it also speaks to how multifaceted our souls are. Um, they, we just have all these different layers and, and our, our souls can still go forward and function or come back again in a new, in a new reincarnation. And, and yet this 
pieces splintered off waiting for the right moment to be reunited with the whole self. So it just speaks to how multifaceted our souls can really be too with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah, we are um, conscious in a lot more dimensions than what we're currently aware of, <laughs> especially these days on Zoom. Yes. <laughs> we're having to really go out there, you know, to be in this world right now. So yeah, that is so interesting, though. I, I think that um, it's a good point also. You know, when you're in one modality, which you are, you do have to be prepared for different intuitive insights. Like you said, whatever's going to help the client, you sometimes just simply don't know what that's going to be. And these things can come out of nowhere. Um, I'm training some past life regressionists right now. And I was trying to tell them that, you know, sometimes even when we're doing a straight past life regression, I, you know, sometimes somebody's deceased loved one will come through, you know, and they need to do yeah. a healing on that before they can even begin to go into past lives. And I, I think it's really, when we were talking about it before, I just think it's awesome just to bring it up that, you know, people are multidimensional and you just kind of have to be prepared for everything and anything. And that's kind of what makes it so interesting. Yeah. And I think also like you can write multiple books about all of this and still not even uncover half of it. And, and also I love that you know, you've got all these different healers in different modalities doing different work and we can still heal the same thing. We're just all doing it in a little bit different way. I know that when I was developing my own gifts and, and skills and trying to figure out what am I supposed to do with all of this? Um, one thing that would always trip me up was if I would take a class from someone and my gifts worked a little bit differently than theirs or or learned from this mentor over here and they were working specifically with angels and, and trying, to, trying to wrap my head around how does this work for me? And, and really it was a lot of it was about just suspending some of that and saying, you know, everyone's different. Everyone's gifts yes. work differently. And you and I could see the same client and, and handle the things that they need help with very differently, but that doesn't right. necessarily mean they're not getting the help they need. Um, so because everyone's gifts work differently. And, and so you just have to kind of do the best you can with what you have. And just because your gifts might be working a little bit differently than someone else's doesn't mean in any way that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. So. And there's kind of a real, you know, you do, um, I think the practitioner tends to attract the people who they're meant to meet and exactly. likewise, you know, different places on your path. I know I've been fortunate enough to run across people who have really transformed my life at just the right moment. Like you said, exactly. with your son. like if it's not the right moment, a lot of things are aligning in this life to make certain um, epiphanies and things like that happen, which is really amazing. Exactly. And that, that potential client, if I don't have the skill set, and that's why I always try to get out of my own way when I'm working too, and not, and not go there. I tend to go the other way with ego and that, you know, sometimes I worry I'm not good enough to do this work, but I always have to step back from that and just remind myself that that the universe is going to bring me the clients that I can help. And I always have to believe that whatever homeowner comes to me that needs a house cleared or whatever person right. comes to me with what with their issues, they found me for a reason and they would not have found me if I'm not the one that's supposed to be helping them in that moment or offering my gifts to try to help them in that moment. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, you talked about writing books earlier. I think that's the other reason why it's always good for more new books to come out, because yeah. in a way, like, there's nothing new under the sun, but yet each one of us has our own 
lens through which we're viewing the world based on our past lives, what we're here to do during our current lifetime, and our current set of experiences that we bring to the table when we do help others, whether it's through a book or client, a class, a session or whatever. And I think that's exactly right because I feel like we are meeting people who we've known before and we're meant <laughs> yeah. to come together. You're meant to meet certain people to help you and to help them kind of to further on our path as one collective big bubble of love is what we're going <laughs> exactly. for. And, you know. And that's also exactly why I encourage people, anyone who's learning this or, or studying a healing modality or trying to develop their own gifts in this, I always encourage them to learn from a lot of different people, read a lot of different books, read, go find a lot of different mentors because it's all divine message, but it's coming yeah. through these human bodies <laughs> and humans by our very nature, we do make mistakes and we do misinterpret things sometimes. And, but by going to multiple sources, that's where you can kind of find the divine threads and put them together in a way that makes sense for you. So um, I, I, I always totally agree with that. As long anyone, as we're in the body, we aren't going to know it. <laughs> exactly. So, and then just so empowering people, best, right? Right. We're doing the best we can with what we have, but that doesn't mean we're perfect in any way. So by, by <laughs> studying from a lot of different people, you, you find those divine threads a lot faster, I think. Absolutely. Natalie, you are a joy and we will definitely have you back for more people. Hello. I'm not kidding. Read this book. It's amazing. Do you like fiction? Because Natalie's a great writer. She writes almost like a fiction writer. You go along with her through her spiritual journey and it's just really a wonderful read. It's a great book. You're doing great work, Natalie. And we will look forward to welcoming you again sometime. Thank you so much. Yeah, I right. love our conversations anytime, truly. <laughs> okay. All right, friends, stay well. And until next time, we'll see you on another episode of Healing Arts. We'll be right back. Hey, my friend, have you known your pet in a past life? Well, believe it or not, a lot of people have. You can check out case histories and find out more about your connections to your little fuzzballs in my book, Past Lives with Pets. Check it out and find out today. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. You can visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Happy Valentine's again, my dear. I hope you're going to have a wonderful week. I hope wherever you are, you're staying warm. And just take a little me time right now, just, you know, to warm up. Go within and relax, and I hope that you're doing okay and that all of your family and friends and everybody's doing okay, because we're still, again, right in the middle of an unbelievably challenging time. And I still believe that one of these days, when we finally get through all of this, we can look back on some of these things as being quite interesting. 
But just know that whatever is going on with you, I just am sending you lots of love and prayers. Um, please be safe out there. And I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode of Healing Arts. Next week, we're going to have Akashic Records expert, Dr. Linda Howe. She is a complete delight and a joy. And I think you're going to love hearing from her. All right. Take care, dear one. I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. Hey, friends, it's Dr. Shelley. If you are experiencing anxiety, depression, or trauma, check out my book, Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories. This is a book filled with amazing case histories of clients who have successfully healed their anxiety and trauma, and it has a lot of guided journeys in it designed to help you get through these challenging times. Click on my website at pastlifelady.com, follow the book links, and check out Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories today.